0: السلام عليكم ورحمه الله وبركاته نحمده ونصلي على رسوله الكريم اما بعد فاعوذ بالله من الشيطان الرجيم بسم الله الرحمن الرحيم رب اشرح لي صدري ويسر لي امري واحلل عقده من لساني يفقهوا قولي ربنا زدنا علما سترة any experience you had with regards to sutra over this past week because many times it happens that we are standing in prayer and as somebody's approaching, we think, okay, they'll notice me, they'll stop. But as you see them approaching, be prepared. Because we have to save our salah in the sense that so that we can remain focused. And we also have to save the other person. This is actually really bad. I just, um, this, um so actually the class, I was, because I don't have enough, like, reflexes. So, um, there were kids playing um, during the time. And so I was able to. But you'll see that when you stop others, you're in a way teaching them as well. Something happened with me as well. I was uh, right after the class, went for Jum'ah. And when I finished my Salah, I was leaving. Somebody was praying closer to me. And somebody who was in the row ahead, they came towards me in order to greet me. But they passed in front of someone who was praying. And I was too far. I mean, I couldn't stop them. But I saw them coming. So after they greeted me, they spoke to me. I said, Sister, I'd like to tell you something. Please don't mind. So she said, you Go ahead. So I, I told her that we should not pass in front of somebody who's praying. And she said, Yeah, I know we shouldn't do that. And But I just wanted to come quickly. So I mentioned to her the hadith. That if we knew the sin of this, we would stop and wait for 40 years before we would even think of passing in front of someone who's praying. She had no idea about that. So many times it happens that people know that, okay, they shouldn't do this. But when they're in a rush, when they want to do something, then they, without thinking, they walk in front of other people who are praying. So it's necessary that we remind ourselves and also other people because reminder is always beneficial. So in a busy place, what you can do is, when you are praying in such a place, make sure you have a sutra in front of you, something you put in front of yourself, even if it's your bag, just so that when people are going They can pass by easily. They can go from behind the bag. And if you need to pass in front of someone, then again, you should have something with you, place it in front of the musalli, and then pass from behind that. There are a couple of questions that people have asked. And these are questions which I think you should know the answer of already by now. But I'm just going over them because inshallah it will be a good review. So a sister at masjid today came behind me and started praying without any sutra. I just moved away, but what else could I have done? So she's sitting and somebody came and started praying behind her. So what did the sister do? She moved away. Was she required to do that? No, she wasn't required to do that. You don't have to move. Why? Because you are like a sutra for them. Okay? They're not praying to you. They're just praying behind you. So you are like a sutra for them. Alright? And we learned about this. Imam Bukhari has a whole bab on this. Facing a person while praying. So you don't have to move away. Secondly, can people use other praying people in front of them as sutra? Yes, you can do that. And in fact, it would be better because then you have a sutra in front of you. Thirdly, sutra for the people who are using chairs to pray. What is that? Same as people who are standing and praying. When it comes to sutra, it doesn't make any difference whether a person is standing and praying or sitting and praying. If someone's baby comes between you and your sutra in your sala, is your salah valid? Yes, your salah will not break, okay? And the child is not sinful because they are not mukallaf yet, all right? However, the children should be taught. This past week, I tried really hard to teach my daughter not to come in front of me and alhamdulillah, I think now she's getting it. Alhamdulillah. My son, alhamdulillah, he knows, but my daughter is not even two yet, so she's getting at that age, but I've been training her constantly. So firstly, I tried my best to face a wall. Or something, so that there's something in front of me when I'm praying. It's not like, you know, I'm creating a fitna for other people. And secondly, when she did come in front of me, I put my hand out and I drew her close to me towards my side so that she doesn't feel rejected. And at the same time, she knows that she should not come in front of mommy when she's praying. Can a cell phone be placed as a sutra? No, because it's too small. From one hadith, we do learn that even if a person can draw a line or something, they can do that. However, if you put a cell phone, it will be a big distraction for you. Why? Because if it's upside down and it's buzzing, you'll constantly be wondering who's calling. All right. And secondly, you'll always have that fear. What if somebody takes my phone? Right. So don't be distracted during your prayer. It's too small anyway. So don't place that as a sutra. بَاب إِذَا حَمَلَ جَارِيَةً صَغِيرَةً عَلَىٰ عُنُقِهِ فِي الصلاة إِذَا حَمَلَ When he carried, meaning when a person, he carries, جَارِيَةً, a young girl, صَغِيرَةً, very little, meaning a young baby girl, a toddler, when he carries her عَلَىٰ عُنُقِهِ on his neck, فِي الصلاة during the prayer. So in other words, can a man carry a small girl, where? On his shoulder, so he makes her sit on his shoulder during his prayer. Can he do that? Yes, he can do that. Now, girl is mentioned in particular. And you'll see from all of these abwab that it seems that Imam Bukhari was of the opinion that if a woman passes in front of a man when he's praying, that doesn't break the salah. And for that, he brings various proofs. However, there are proofs on the other side as well. So anyway, he's proving over here that if a man can carry a young girl, a little girl, then it shows that touching a woman in salah, it doesn't break your prayer. And, if touching doesn't break prayer, then why should her passing in front of him break the prayer? So that's the point that he is proving here. Haddathna Abdullah ibn Yusuf qala akhbarna malik an amir ibn Abdullah ibn Zubayr, an amir ibn Sulayman al-Zuraqihi, an abi qatadat al-Ansarihi, ana rasulallahi sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, that the messenger of Allah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, kana yusalli, he would be praying salah wa while he would be carrying umama. Umama, who was Binta, the daughter of Zainab, Zaynab, and who was Zainab? Binti Rasulullah sallam So she was his granddaughter. And she was the daughter of who? Wali Abul As. So the daughter of Zainab and Abul As. Ibn Rabi'ata, Ibn Abd Shams. sajada, so when he went to sajda, وضعها, he would put her down. Wa'idha qama, and when he would stand up, hamalaha, he carried her. This is very interesting, because usually we hold babies when when they're crying. This is when we think it's okay to hold babies. But we see that throughout the prayer, he was holding her. He just put her down for sajda, and when he got up again, he picked her up. So this shows to us several things. First of all, that a woman can carry her baby, not just because the baby is upset or hurt or crying, but even just to hold the baby so that the baby feels secure. It's not necessary that there should be you know, extreme necessity in order to carry the baby. You can carry the baby even though there is no extreme necessity. Like for example, it may happen that there are other people around you who can also take care of the baby while you're praying. But you choose to keep your baby with you when you're praying for various reasons. Can you do that? Of course you can. And even if it means during the prayer you'll have to hold the baby, yes, it's absolutely correct and permissible. And secondly, we see that even a man can carry a baby. Because usually it is expected that the baby should be with the mother and the mother should be taking care of the baby. But many times it happens that children want to be with their fathers or their grandfathers. So if the grandfather has the need to carry the baby or the father, can they do that? Of course, they can. There is absolutely no harm. And see, the Prophet Wasallam he had her where? On his shoulder. So, I mean, that requires a bit of movement, extra movement. So, he did that. So, it shows there is absolutely no harm in doing this. Praying towards a bed with a menstruating woman in it. So, again, the same thing Imam Bukhari is proving over here. That a man is praying facing a bed. And on that bed, who is lying down? A woman. And that woman is menstruating. She's not even clean. Meaning she's not even in the state of tahara. She is menstruating at that time, so it's permissible. حدثنا عمر بن الزرار قال أخبرناه شيم عن الشيباني عن عبد الله بن شداد بن قال أخبرتني خالتي ميمونة بنت so Maymuna, رضي الله عنها, she said قالت she said كان my bed used to be Hiyala. Hayal حيال meanings on the jump meaning right next to and some say that Hayal also means opposite to in front of. So it seems that it was near, it was next to, whether it was right in front of or on his side, it was right next to Musalla, the prayer place of who صلى sallallahu alaihi wasallam. فَرُبَّمَا So sometimes, many times, what would happen? Waqa, It would fall. Saubuhu, His cloth. Meaning his shawl, his upper garment. Many times it would fall. عَلَيَّ On me. وَأَنَا عَلَى ala And I would be on my bed. Because many times it happens that as you're going down, your clothes, they spread, right? Especially if it's something loose that you're wearing, it will spread. So as he would go down, his clothes would actually fall on who? They would touch. بَيْمُونَ رَضُوا But that did not invalidate his prayer. So it shows that such contact is permissible during salah. حدثنا Abu النعمان قال حدثنا عبد الواحد بن زياد قال حدثنا الشيباني سليمان حدثنا عبد الله بن شداد قال سمعت تقول she was saying كان النبي صلى الله عليه وسلم, the prophet صلى الله عليه وسلم, he would yusalli he would perform the salah وانا إلى جنبه نائمة, and I would be on his side sleeping Sajada, then when he would prostrate ثوبه, part of his cloth would Reach me. Meaning it would touch me. And I would be menstruating at that time. So this shows, this proves to us again that a woman may be in front of a man while he is praying. However, the safe distance has to be there. Meaning she should be after the place of his sajda. And again we know that there is a difference between lying down and passing in front of. بَابْ هَلْ يَغْمِزُ الرَّجُلُ إِمْرَأَتَهُ عِنْدَ السُّجُودِ لِكَي يسجد? هَلْ يغمز? Should he nudge Who? Rajulu the man Who should he nudge? إِمْرَأَتَهُ his wife عِنْدَ السُّجُودِ at the time of sajda Why? لِكَي Yasjuda So that he can prostrate Meaning, if his wife is sleeping She's lying down She's resting and he is performing the salah And her feet are literally in the place of his sajda She's not lying down, but in that place, but rather only her feet are there. So when he's going down into such that he needs that, that space. So can he touch her? Can he touch her? Yes, he can. Will that break his Salah? No. But he's touching her. A man is touching a woman in the Salah. Will it break his Salah? No, it won't break the Salah how bad is it that you have equated us with who Bil with the dog and the donkey that you say that if a dog passes in front of a person who is praying, his prayer will break, and if donkey passes by then again his prayer will break, and if you say that if, if a woman passes, then his prayer will break, so you have equated all three. رأيتني, certainly I saw War Rasulullah Yusalli, the Messenger of Allah used to be performing the salah wa and I would be lying down Bainahu wa between him and the Qibla, meaning I'd be lying down right in front of him. Faidah and Yasjuda, then when he would intend to do sajda he would nudge Rijlaya my feet, Faqabatuhuma, so I would fold them, meaning I would pull them up. So that he could have enough space to do sajda. It's such a natural lifestyle, huh? That he's praying, she's sleeping, and when he needs to do sajda, he just pokes her gently and then she folds her legs. When he's done with his sajda, she would stretch out her legs again. So natural, so easy. When it's a wife, it's a different thing. And when it's a non-mahram woman, again, that's different. So, Allahu A'lam. And this touch was out of necessity. Again, the place was very small So it was almost necessary to be positioned in this manner باب المرأة تطرح عن المصلي شيئا من الأذى mar'ati, a woman, تطرحوا, she removes anil-musalli from the musalli, the person who's praying What does she remove from him? min al something harmful So for example, a man is praying And there's something harmful on him Let's say you see a spider literally walking, you know, crawling up someone's back. So can you remove it? Because if you don't, I mean, if it's a small spider, okay, you can ignore it. But if it's a huge one, it could be very dangerous. Or something else. A person is praying and something dirty falls on him, on his head, on his clothes. Uh, he gets uh, wet or something and he needs to be wiped instantly. Is it possible? And you're the only one around. Can you clean him? Can you remove that harmful thing from him? Because it's an urgent matter. So yes, this is permissible. Because the thing is that in removing something dangerous, she will touch him. So, because there will be some kind of physical contact perhaps. So in that case, is that permissible? Yes, because it's out of necessity. حَدَّثْنَا Ahmad ibn السُّرْمَارِيُّ قال حدّثنا عُبَيدُ اللَّهِ بْنُ مُوسَى قال حدّثنا إسْرَائِيلُ عَنْ أَبِي إسْحاقَ عَنْ عَمْرِ بْنِ مَيمُونَ name Israel. حدّثنا إسْرَائِيلُ عَنْ أَبِي إسحاق. so this is a name that Muslims don't usually give to their children. next time somebody asks you for a unique name, you could suggest that. anyway عَنْ أَبِي إسْحاقَ because it was a laqab of a prophet of Allah it was a laqab of Yaqub alayhi salam. so the Prophet said, Name your children after who? The best names are which ones? The Prophets of Allah. اللَّهِ الله he said once when the Prophet was standing, you and he was praying near the Karba. Quraishin, and a group of Quraysh they were in their gathering, meaning they were sitting in their gathering in the same place. What happened? إِذْ قَالَ قَائِلٌ مِّنْهُمْ When one of them said, أَلَا تَنْظُرُونَ Do you not see إِلَى هَذَا الْمُرَائِي To this show off? They're talking about who? The Prophet صلى الله عليه وسلم. Murai is who? One who does riya. So he was praying salah in the haram and the Quraysh. What are they saying? Do you not see this show off? Look at him. أَيُّكُمْ Which of you يَقُومُ He will get up إِلَى جَزُورِ آلِ فُلَانٍ Meaning he will get up and go to Jazur, the slaughter camel. Jazur is a camel that has been butchered, slaughtered. The camel that has been slaughtered by who? Ali Fulanin, so-and-so a clan. And he would go and bring the fars, the dung, the dumb, the blood. Salah, its innards, meaning bring all that nasty stuff, Fayaji بِهِ Then he would bring it. ثُمَّ Then he should give him some time. Who? Muhammad صلى الله عليه وسلم. حَتَّىٰ until إِذَا سَجَدَ When he goes into his sajda, وَضَعَهُ He should put it, meaning all this filth that he has brought, he should put it بين Between his two shoulders. So what happened? From So the most wretched of them, he got up. اللَّهِ الله when the Prophet صلى الله عليه وسلم went down into sujda, that man, he placed all of that between his shoulders. The Prophet صلى الله عليه وسلم, he remained prostrating, meaning he couldn't get up, because it was so heavy. He couldn't get up. So they laughed. حَتَّىٰ أَنْتِلْ مَا لَبَعْضُمُ إِلَىٰ بَعْضٍ مِّنَ الضَّحِكُ Until some of them were falling on others out of laughter. They were laughing so much they couldn't even stand straight. They were falling on each other out of laughter. فَانْطَلَقَ So one person he went إلى فَاطِمَة, to فَاطِمَة رَضِيَ اللَّهُ عَنْهَا وَهِيَ جُوَيْرِيَةٌ And she was still جُوَيْرِيَةٌ What does the word جُوَيْرِيَةٌ mean? Little girl, a very little girl. It's from Jadia. Right? Jadia is who? Young girl. So Jaidiya is more tasr. Like Bani, son, okay, Bunaya, my little child, my very little and dear child. So Jadia, young girl, but Jawaidia? A very little girl. So she was still very young. For so she came تسعى, running. And the Prophet was still in sajda. Until... She removed, she threw away all of that from him. And then she came in front of them. Who? The group of the Quraysh. What does tasubbuhum mean? She insulted them. Meaning she yelled at them. Cursed them. Then when the Prophet finished the prayer, notice, he didn't break the prayer. He didn't break the prayer. He stayed in Sajda that whole time, and then what happened? He got up. He completed the prayer. When he completed the prayer, Qala he said, "Allahumma alayka bu Quraish. Oh Allah, you deal with the Quraysh. Allahumma alayka bu Quraysh. Allahumma alayka bu Quraysh. Then he named meaning every one of those people who was there Allahumma alayka bi ibn hisham or oh Allah, on you is such and such person meaning you deal with him you punish him wa wa وَالْوَلِيدِ wal walid ibn utbah wa أَبِي wa الْوَلِيدِ he named every single one of them qala abdullah the narrator he said so by Allah رأيتهم, i saw all of them who all of these men that the Prophet prayed against. sar'a fallen, meaning lying dead. Yawma Badrin, on the day of Badr. The first battle. Summa suhibu, then they were dragged, meaning their bodies were dragged, al qaleeb, to the well. Which well? qaleeb Badrin, the well of Badr. Meaning, and then they were thrown over there. Summa qala Rasulullah then he said, wa utbi'a ashabul That the people of the qalib meaning the people of the well, utbi'a. It was made to pursue them. What? La'na curse. Meaning, may the curse of Allah be on these people. This is where they have ended up with the curse. So, there are a number of things that we learn here. First of all, the fact that the Prophet وسلم, when he was in sajda, and all those innards of the camel that were placed on him, Fatima anha, she removed them from him. So, this shows that if there is something danger something harmful that has fallen on a person who is praying salah, even a woman can come to his aid and remove it from him. Even if it means that she will touch him in that process. And at certain occasions, it may also be necessary for her to come in front of him in order to remove that harmful thing. But we see that the prayer of the Prophet ﷺ was not broken. He continued with his prayer. And then we see how bold Fatima was. She was called Um Abaha. What does Um Abah mean? The mother of her father. Because after Khadija passed away, she took a lot of care of her father. And this is how a daughter should be. Really taking care of her father. And look at the way she took care of him. How she stood up for him. That how dare you hurt my father. تَسُبُّهُمْ These were men who were so bold, who had brought all this and put it on the Prophet صلى الله عليه وسلم, and she had the confidence to stand up in front of them. And and yell at them. And she had the confidence to remove everything from him because it seems that the people were just watching. So one man he just went and quietly told Fatima but she came and she removed it from him. So look at the love that she had for her father. And it also shows to us the the difficulties that the Prophet endured in this way. Right? One was Itida hissi that he suffered, right? The Physical transgression of the people. And then another was marnawi intangible transgression of the people that he suffered. Because this was not just physical abuse. This was also emotional and mental. So you can step forward and remove it. Even in your salah, you can move a little bit. Not that you have to go to the end of the room. For that, you have to break your salah. And if it's really a life-threatening situation, that's a different case. In that obviously you will break your salah But if it's not a life-threatening situation Then you will not break your salah And if it's someone who is close by Let's say someone is standing next to you Someone is standing in front of you And there is something dangerous that has fallen on them So can you take just one step forward And remove it from them? Yes you can And the whole time just keep your hands You know together in Qiyam Okay. If, for instance if you are in Qiyam Step forward, extend your right hand out And remove it and put your hand back And step back in your place Okay, you can do that. So with this we conclude kitab Salah and we begin Kitab Mawaqeet-u Salah. So this was not everything about Salah. So far we have done Wudu, the matters of Tahara basically, then Qibla, alright, and then the matters of Sutra and so on and so forth. So now we start with the timings of prayer. The actual method of prayer, that will come later, inshaAllah. سبحانك اللهم وبحمدك نشهد والله لا إله إلا أنت نستغفرك ونتوب إليك السلام عليكم ورحمة الله وبركاته.